this week on the program. Well, get your soft pack cigarettes and your six pack of bad beer because we are talking any which way you can, right? That's what it's called. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadek, a member of the Orangutan Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, Eric Siska. Uh, Chris Cabin coming from Monkey Heaven. <laughs> and we, Ape Movies. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Ate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. That's right. We are going back to Clinton Clyde country. Oh, yeah. I should enunciate better. Clinton (laughs) Clyde country. You really want to be careful with Clint Eastwood. Well, no, you're Clint. (laughs) You're close to it. Clinton lied. You're right. You're right. You're right, Andrew. He did. Better lock this movie up. Hey, my name's Clint. Try and find me. Where am I? (laughs) A couple folds later. (laughs) Hello. Hello. The answer is always in a secret room watching Gene Hackman get it on. (laughs) Why don't you lash me with your tongue, big boy? (laughs) Get back here, Hackman. Can you handle the real stuff? Don't forget about me, Clint. The most important part of the whole enterprise. <laughs> Speaking about stimulating things, we have a virtual live show on April 20th. That's this That's right. Thursday. That yeah, is. That is this For Thursday. The high Holy Holiday. Absolutely. Yep. We're going to be talking another monkey movie. Yes. That's right. King Kong 2005. Eric, Peter Jackson. Eric will be there stimulating gorillas as oh, we've yeah. yep. always said. The, mm-hmm. Well, actually the greatest gorilla that's ever been. King Kong. <laughs> that's right. He's the greatest, the greatest ape. Because, be although, I, we were talking about this, Clyde might have beat him at the box office. He might oh, have. We perhaps, will get those perhaps. numbers, uh, you know, <laughs> but for there the show. will be a finger cam at the virtual live there show will be. this Thursday. Moment.co slash we hate movies. Get your tickets now yep. and join us for a night of Don- uh, King Kong Reverly. I'm gonna say Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. He, he, that's we'll, his little brother. He'll come up in conversation yeah. for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're he, kissing cousins for sure. And not <laughs> a day goes by where I'm just not talking about Donkey Kong anyway, in, mm-hmm. in some fashion. Two days from this episode. Yes. That's right. Yes. Uh, Tell your family. Tell your friends. <laughs> bring them all out. They can all come, man. That's yeah. the the brilliance of a virtual live show. Well, yes. For this Absolutely. episode specifically, we really need to. That's the. Oh yeah, hang oh, on, yeah. of course, yes. Suit up, Steve. <laughs> Oh, yes. This is, I get the, the stats out here. Any which way you can. From 1980, directed by longtime stuntman and friend of Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Buddy yeah. Van Horn. Uh, he, also, he directed three motion pictures, all with Clint Eastwood, this movie. And he also, uh, I'm presuming, filled in for Clint here, like on the directorial chairs sure. for these movies. This movie, the Deadpool and Pink Cadillac. Just like, right. yeah, oh, you man. do it, buddy. You could do it. Now, you know, I know for a fact um, 
the Quentin Tarantino saying this uh, film critic movie is going to be his next and last movie. Yes. Uh, he, you know, he's going to keep saying that. Mm-hmm. He should do a sequel to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where, yes. uh, where Rick Dalton is in a monkey movie yep. directed yep. by Cliff. Yes. Cliff is now a director. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? All of the, cause that's how he gets it back for all this, the shenanigans with the, uh, the Manson murders. It's like, Hey man, Hey, good buddy. You could direct me in my next picture. Yeah, right. totally. You know what? I say go uh, experimental a little bit. Have Clint Eastwood play himself back in the old times. <laughs> yes. Oh, have him do the old, that fucker. You know what? Don't even just let him out there. Hey there, we're going <laughs> to the strip to get some ladies. <laughs> or that could be like the final it's like he gets a he gets a letter and it's like Clyde has died mm. <laughs> so he goes with son of Clyde like out on the road for some reason it's like this old ass skeleton and a, yes. a, a healthy orangutan <laughs> on the road you know yes. whoever I mean when Clyde dies he is very clearly gonna Cl- go Clyde is dead by the way uh, when, no, well, it, in the universe when Clyde dies sure Philo is going John Wick on whoever he can blame <laughs> it on oh absolutely even if it's like a Waffle House manager he's yes. going Here after I them come mother nature <laughs> well, he's, he's gotta be one of those guys he takes Clyde to the animal hospital finally like probably way too late yeah and the animal just dies there. And he's like, now I'm going to kill all these doctors. It was that big city veterinarian. Exactly. Yeah, it certainly wasn't the 30 rack of Coors Light that this fucking ape was putting back well, every week. We talked about it on our first episode, every which way, because it's part of the which way of verse. Yeah, of course, yes. Which I think just consists of two movies, but go ahead. Right. The no, first... And then anything everywhere all at once is part of that. Right? Uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it should but have been a monkey in that movie. That first been... movie episode, like 155 of this podcast, uh-huh. thousand years ago. We mentioned about uh, the ape in this movie, the orangutan, beaten to death by its trainer. Uh, oh, so, right. Oh, so, Jesus. That takes me back. Yeah. So that's that's something. Apparently, uh, there was a documentary. Uh, Jane Goodall was involved in this book that they used for the documentary. Oh, I thought she was pissed. Dude, well, I, thought, well, I thought he was about to say she was in on it. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a pipe hitting Jane Goodall for some reason. Like, what did that fucking do It is alleged you? it was beaten by its trainer to keep him docile. The trainer would spray mace in his face and beat him with an iron pipe wrapped in oh. newspaper. Well, that oh. makes this movie a lot less fun. And then eventually, uh, <laughs> steel, it was... He, he had a cerebral hemorrhage for stealing donuts from the craft service table. Eric, Wait, so well, he now, got killed the same way that Jack Nance from Eraserhead got killed? hundred like percent. He was friend. stealing donuts. Yeah. He's in the donut parking lot and got beat to death. Los Angeles is known for its donuts. It is disputed by the makeup artist. I don't know what is the truth. I'm yes. going to guess they mistreated well, it. There, oh, there, for there, sure. Apparently there was two, two. Buddha, who I believe is the one that got beaten to death, and then CJ was brought on after filming was completed to do publicity. Like, so it's like, oh, look, it's the same one. Look, everybody, it's oh. DJ. Now, wait, is this for both movies or is this just for part one? For part two. For this oh, one. Oh, for part two. So the one you were watching on screen here was yep. beaten with a pipe wrapped in newspapers <laughs> for stealing donuts. Well, this actually, is what I'm talking about, man. This, I think I was saying on the Dunstan Checks in episode two, like, I just don't think monkey movies should have been a thing. Right. Nope. right. In, just in, sorry, the death blow was oh, an axe go. handle. I see. <laughs> 
thank you. But, but I, just around around the house. Eric, was Eric, an iron Eric stop rubbing paper. your nipples while you talk about this. <laughs> also, I beg of that's you. what's but, making it weird. <laughs> Between Buddha, who was beaten to death, and CJ, speaking of, very similar to the plot of Dunstan Checks In, that's episode two, two, two weeks ago, because that was what happened with Samson and, and Dunstan. Oh, the, the, the story, yes. yes. Oh, no, no, not the actual month. The actual you're age. right, though. The story, yeah. Oh, man. Rupert so, Everett, some guy with goofy teeth beats the shit out of this yeah, thing. It's, it's very sad, you know, when when this stuff happens. Obviously, here abuse. I'll make, but, I'll, I'll make it happier. Here's sure. a cheer up the episode. Yeah, <laughs> Beers to you, my good buddy. The fucking soundtrack yes, of this he's movie monkey is heaven now, awesome. Right? <laughs> monkey heaven. No, that's whiskey heaven. Sorry. It starts <laughs> with this fucking song that is Ray Charles and Clint Eastwood duetting. <sighs> And the story of like the storytellers in the song, right? They're t- singing about like we were in Vietnam together. Yeah. This yeah. whole fucking thing. Yeah, we're I in wish Tucson honky tonk enjoying I, ourselves. I yep. wish they sang we were in Vietnam together. They say something a little different to describe that experience. But yeah, yes. he says like those South Asian boys, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then the fucking yes. theme song or the like the 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 melody of the tune gets a little xylophone action right when we say South Asia, oh, just yeah. in case anyone wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Look, but, you want a little bit of map? You want some po- uh, finger pointing here? You got to uh-huh. know where to go. But it's just so bizarre to hear Clint Eastwood sing. Just yep. sing. Yeah. Oh, so wait, have you not seen Gran Torino and he- heard his beautiful singing <laughs> no, voice? No, I have so not. Oh, Gran it's Gran Torino. Oh, oh Koreans. <laughs> Gran Torino and he's, Koreans. He's, he's got something to say the, about them, too. He sings the theme song to that. Uh, and then I think Michael Bublé does a version over it. It's oh, quite nuts. That's a hard it's pass. It's the mule <laughs> having the threesome with some ladies. That's a, it's great. He should do that for his next and final outing, right? Clint's back in the saddle. He's gonna have one more uh, crime. Uh, that's I mean, famous like Tarantino too. Like I'm just like, oh, this is like the seventh time Clint Eastwood's like. I'm done. Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, quit with, it. With Eastwood, you gotta get like someone on deck to direct it in his place once he dies for insurance yes. purposes. Oh, for that's sure. what that happened happen. to fucking uh, Altman yeah, with right. uh, yeah, yeah. Very Home Companion. Yes, get Cooper. Bradley Cooper would do that shit for him. He certainly he, would yeah. stand right in. Sit shotgun. Yeah. So like we're watching uh, our friends from the first movie, Philo. Uh, Clyde and Otis, Otis, Orville, 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 uh, driving to this, uh, I guess you'd call it a match is what we'd (laughs) call it. I mean, he's driving to like some sort of, uh, construction site mining operation where he's indeed going to fight a representative from the sheriff's office in, you guessed it, bare knuckle boxing. This is where like, if you're, I forget what the, the, the justified thing they're bringing back is. Uh, the prequel should be like Raylan Givens father fucking taking like having to run these things like out oh, of that sure. and like have to be the backup in case somebody like uh, uh, goes off on a bet. Or Raylan Givens is just doing it now, dude. Like what's oh, yeah, he yeah. been doing since the show ended? Oh, bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> it just I like to seems, watch that. Take the shirt off. Yeah, totally. Just seems like a justified type of place where just like hardworking truckers 
and pol- well, highway patrolmen you are, are getting down to watch a fight. Yes, you are right. This sounds more appropriate for fucking Kentucky or Tennessee. Yes. But we are in Los Angeles, <laughs> the so Tennessee weird. neighborhood of Los Angeles. Absolutely. You see a Bakersfield, you know, it gets a little sure. oaky up there, I guess, is the idea. I think that's exactly. But we don't get to Bakersfield towards later. Still, it's L.A. somewhere, yeah. presumably. That's, some that's how I live my life, man. It's L.A. somewhere, baby. <laughs> Weirdly, I, this is just Beverly. Hills. <laughs> but it's 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 awesome. Just the cigarettiness, the the fucking you the can music. Smell this movie. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? The idea of going to a sporting event where both participants are wearing slacks is really enticing to me. Like yeah. just dudes, like some just pants. Dickies, Dickies work pants. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh I love because you don't really know what's going on at first. And like the first interactions with people you see in this movie are like hillbillies fucking with cops, like yes. actively fucking yes. with right. cops. This was a different era. This is when truckers outranked police. Yes. yes. And uh, we, I guess we got to get back there in this country. <laughs> this, was a, this was a balance, and it worked. You'll see Philo and Clyde tackle with the police and come up on top throughout well, the entire they're, film. They're buffoons. They're, they treat them like buffoons. Yeah, right this is they the, should. It's the an idea, A-cab movie. Yeah. Well, cause, yeah, no, cause the, the idea, uh, at least in the 70s, uh, again, weird as 1980 pre-Reagan, just about pre-Reagan, Ooh. is that this is the working man was against the cop. The cop was against the working man. You know yep, what I mean? The, yeah. the cop is trying to fucking tangle you up and give you a ticket. Etc. Etc. You just have to watch the movie Convoy. Yes, exactly. The movie Convoy <laughs> is all you need to understand, like Americans' sociopolitical relations at the time. Cops yes. are always fucking up your day, no mm-hmm. matter what. Well, look at Smokey and the Bandit as well. Yes. You know, Buford T. Justice, quite a caricature of the highway uh, cop, and and it extends through all these other sweaty ass summary feeling movies. I, you know what? I kind of, I mean, like I know there were plenty of them made. This was even made afterwards. But I do kind of have to point the finger. Well, I guess not because it's like uh, I was gonna like Serpico like being like now because like, it did so well. Yeah, like, but I mean Serpico was anti. I, I mean it was anti, but like that the it's, hero cop was there. The blockbusters, like, the right? Cop. The '80s blockbusters where every action hero is like, yeah, I'm a cap. But I'm yeah, trying right. to think of who like was like an actual like you saw the I mean, beat cop like because. They John say that, John like McClane, die, yeah. John McClane's not really doing like cop work. He's Ro- an Robocop, hero. oh, that's critical. <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's also a bit critical. Yeah, I'm trying like Lethal Weapon. I guess Lethal yeah. Weapon. I guess for that's sure. the one. Yes. As far as what, like the start of like oh, well, like propaganda, K- yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a little late. The what Cop-a-Gan. started the avalanche? I'm yes. trying to think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like, I'm just interested. It's just because it's it's it. That that TJ was Hooker television, really. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and Hill Street Blues and all that stuff. You're right. right. It, it did come in through TV. Streets of San Francisco. Yeah, like Makes it comes sense. in through TV week in week out. You're watching all of those old ass Adam Adam Twelve and all 12, that shit. Where, yeah. Like th- those are like yeah, the cops now are on patrol. Police Dude, Academy. I heard Huh? <laughs> Police Academy? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> but that's the 80s, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny about. is I wonder if you could track whatever it is inside of fucking Clint Eastwood filmography. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, Dirty Harry. But Dirty Harry's a bad cop. Yeah. But we like it. Good, yeah, we, we like it. Yeah. Like but but like you need that. a bad cop to catch a bad criminal. Exactly. You understand yeah, that? Really? There's that whole thing of just like... <laughs> Dirty Harry definitely would be wearing the have a Punisher mud flap for sure. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I think I this love is that Marvel Comics <laughs> character, the Punisher. I saw a, a, a Punisher skull, blue Lives Matter uh, pin 
on a train conductor today. <laughs> oh, I'm like, come on, guys. Jesus. Come up with your own little thing. And you know what's so about dude, that? ATAB, all train conductors <laughs> are bad. Well, you know what that means, dude? That is what All right, I'm going to I'm going to put a guess in my head. And I'm going to ask you right now. What did this guy look like? He was a white guy. No, I know, but <laughs> no, 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 no shit, but a little give me a little more to work with. Oh boy. Jeez, you know, that kind of nondescript american mix i don't know no so height build that kind of was stuff. the oh, okay. shirt struggling for structural integrity <laughs> here's what i'm getting here's okay, what i'm getting five I'm six get- to five seven yeah okay crew cut okay yep, here's what it is shaven here's what it is exactly probably this dude, 52 50, 55 here it is this is exactly what it is that dude mm. is a guy who tried to be a cop and failed which means yep. <clears throat> he was too much of a fucking maniac to be granted a slot on the NYPD. You fucking look out for that guy riding the rails. Oh, yeah, dude. That is a rocket ready to launch. A, Bur- a Bernie Getz type of. <laughs> yep. Which is what you love. So they're, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> by the way, this monkey, by the mm-hmm. way, so we, uh-huh. I will say if I have a critique of this movie, which I have a few, it was uh, number one death. with yeah. a bullet is not enough Clyde, I think. He disappears yes. for yep. large stress yeah. of the movie. The beginning of this movie, he is gambling. He is a gambling ape, which has now turned again. Uh, that's back in the seventies and eighties. We had gambling apes. Now we have gambling apps. Very different. Things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice one, dude. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just was. I had a shovel, and this thing was coming in the episode. <laughs> I love. I don't it, care. I love it. No, I mean uh, you're totally right, dude. Like uh, a gambling ape, kind of great. Like you, you would almost uh, wager. Mm. That that's what people are coming to see, buying a ticket to this fucking yes. movie. And when it becomes like Clint Eastwood boxing the dude who's also kind of his friend to get back at the mafia. Question mark. You're question just mark. sitting there like, where is the ape? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's always Eastwood saying, oh, he's going to do something. And then it's not really it's not really monkey based. It's not orangutan based like <laughs> yes. him yeah. ripping the cars apart. It's just watching stuff fly and in the air. It's sort of like the first one, too. It was still about Mr. Philo Doe. Is that his name? Yeah. Right? Philo Beto. Philo Doe. Yeah. Philo Beto. He's, yes, he's a Greek gentleman. Philo Doe. <laughs> you watched him on these shows. Oh, God. Philodo. Didn't know I was playing ethnic in this movie. Uh. But, you know, he's, you know, the, the, the ape is gambling, and one thing he tells, like, I'm going to go fight this guy. There's a funny gag where it's like, on the other side, the cops have this ringer, this guy who's beating up everyone in his Marine Corps, and the, the joke keeps being like, yeah, but he's no Marine. Like, he's even tougher yeah, than a Marine. Yeah, I ain't no Marine. He's tougher than a Marine or whatever, so he could beat this cop yeah. who was a Marine and beat all these people. The first, what I was trying to get at before is the first movie is also about Eastwood going around boxing yes. people, and yes. Clyde is sort of just there. Right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. But I mean, this is a bare knuckle bro- boxing franchise. Well, yeah, yes. like this is more. I mean, this is more of a Rocky thing where you're building up to a big fight. Yes, and their buddies, like the Wilson, the guy he's going to fight eventually, yeah. is his buddy uh, through most of his movies. Yeah, he certainly is. Yeah, the honor else. amongst fighters. Yeah, it's mm. very nice to see. But it's, can we just talk about one thing? I don't know if we touched this. Uh, on the last uh, time we talked about this franchise, which was a hundred years ago, and yes, millions of brain cells, almost ago. almost a decade. Yeah, the um, just the, and I guess two. I've had like pugilism on the brain, like just saw Creed three a couple weeks ago and whatnot. The notion of bare knuckle yeah. boxing yeah. as the event, just and I gotta hand it whoever did the foley work on mm-hmm. this movie. 
the fucking fight scenes, dude, you are just hearing roast beef hit ham, and it's it is great. really we, something. We need more of it. I'm going to say, I yep. think with this needs to bare knuckle boxing is such a cool thing to watch. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I honestly agree. think you're you talking make, IRL or in the pictures, dude. Eh, hey, you pick them. Which way, which way <laughs> you want to go? Uh, well, because I'm saying we're going out on the road in a few weeks. Maybe we should try and, to find and, uh, somebody wants to point to. me to it. I absolutely will go and lay down 20 Los bucks Angeles, on a fucking fight. We are going to be playing a show near you. I'm guessing San, well, maybe San Francisco has it too. They, they must. Any, California, get at us. Let us know where we can get to some underground no, fighting. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want it under the, the point of it is it's got to be outside. Got it. I want that bare knuckle. Like okay, you want it to be above like, ground uh, fighting, yeah, please. Everyone. You please. want it to be like a circle of trucks. Yes, yeah, dude, they're fighting. Something. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I meant underground is illegal. Dude. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I understand. Not I'm sorry. Mole people fighting. Oh, they got sewer fighting. I thought I you were talking about a fight club situation. Frankly, if there is some interesting <laughs> boxing going on when we're in LA or something, I would go see. Right. Some I just here's the thing. Babylon. I'm going to be really clear about this. No bum fights. I want both men to at least have some sort of housing that they could return to. Absolutely. They're doing this of their own free will. Yes, I don't want yes. the, the prize at the end of the fight to be a bottle of hooch. Okay. Yeah, right. Like I, a check. This what? is what the net, if they're going to, no, no, no. You know what? Whatever the next John Wick kind of movie is, it should be based Ooh. in the world of bare knuckle boxing rather than gun kata. Ooh. Yes. Or cockfighting. Or sure. cockfighting. <laughs> well, Look, Look, this, this is human cockfighting, essentially. Also, we've already made... Get the, those cocks out. Let's fight them. <laughs> we've already made the greatest cockfighting movie ever made, Cockfighter. Cock yeah. uh, Phenomenal. It's film. true. It's a great movie. War notes. Here's something. and I, 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 We see Clint Eastwood jogging a little later in the movie, which seems to be the only exercise he gets. And, and lifts Ten an miles a day. Oh, and and oh. lifts an engine block. So, you know, you're, that's that's a lot of core activity there. You're getting your biceps going. Sure. Does anyone know how to block? In, they, everyone that's is just like, punch me the, for, dude. That's I know that everyone's just taking right to the and face. and you hit with your hands, yeah. dude. No one blocks in this movie. It's kind of staggering. Hey, uh, Philo, you sure you want to be uh, jogging in jeans? <laughs> dude. <laughs> what, uh, what exactly is the thought process? <sighs> I like to have my thighs scratched we up. We were a stronger bit. back then. Well, you know, we, we got a we, bunch of soft boys here. We learned at the <laughs> end of this fight that. He has to stop because he's liking the pain. So maybe that's what the genes are yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. You eat it up like candy, that yes. pain. Yeah. I go jogging 10 miles a day and my nutsack's in a vice the whole time. <laughs> it's a denim vice while I'm exercising. And that seam, it just kind of rubs back and forth. It's almost like a saw on your balls going back and forth. That little middle seam there. Hey, Sandra Locke, what? things have changed around here in the bedroom, if you understand me. <laughs> I eat pain like candy, so you know, <laughs> I have a raw scrotum. Yes, it's a, I'd like to see some CBT that doesn't stand for cognitive behavioral therapy. It's cock and ball torture. <laughs> I'm going to put on a bulletproof vest before we can ha have the sex next time. And you're going to shoot me directly in the heart. And then I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. <laughs> That's what a way to go, man. Actually kind of fucking hot. <laughs> honestly, my God. So he he lays waste to this dude. It's like the cops try to do like a he ain't, he ain't down, blah, yes. blah, blah. Or he ain't had enough. And Clint's like, he's had enough. Yeah. And what's it? Where's Clyde? <laughs> fucking ape is shitting in the police car. <laughs> How can you not love this? I mean, yes. immediately. I mean, telling uh, uh, yeah. just a genius way. 
to bring the audience to your hero right off the bat is like Clyde has been going as the fight has been going on. Yep. Clyde has been visiting a nice cop car here and just shit all over the front seat. Oh man. Oh man. It's, it's a gag that pays off in the movie. Also multiple times. I oh, appreciate yeah. that. Of course. Um, so right after this, he's like, yeah. Oh, I'm uh, oh, Orville. I'm out, man. I'm starting to get a Woody in the ring, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's no good for nobody. Hit me, daddy. Hit me. <laughs> Could you kick me in the nuts? I know it's illegal in the fight, but just, you know, for shits and giggles. Speaking of illegal fights, we get a quick, uh, we get a cut cross country to NYC, baby. What kind of fucking crazy fighting must we do in New York? If out in California, yeah. these guys are fighting in construction. So, oh, oh, it's just the mafia. And it's a, uh, it's a big glass cube and it's weasel right. versus a well, snake mon- mongoose versus snake yeah. oh is that what it is yeah no yeah we, oh, i don't yeah. know these Those little marmots the, man you know that's the natural enemy right that's the, the ricky ticky tabby yeah. fight dude uh, you're, you're betting on rudyard coupling shit yeah. oh shit no we just love watching rodents get poisoned <laughs> we, just, we absolutely love it little I, little uh cameo here ken lerner shows yeah. up a little lo- love me some ken lerner oh, his yes. brother just passed away that's sadly. right r.i.p david michael lerner. lerner michael lerner michael excuse me the best of the best. Uh, Mayor Ebert in Godzilla 98, <laughs> among other more legitimate. I mean, the studio head in Bart Fink is the one I always yeah. think of. Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal. Ken, Ken yes. Lerner, uh, the first principal on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, eaten by his own students, which is fun. Oh, right. We he's, just, he popped up in something we were covering recently. He's always around. He's yeah, I don't know. Law and Order, he's rife. He's just yeah. everywhere there. But anyway, so all these fucking goombas <laughs> are having, having this fight. And you're watching, I mean, this was real, yes, right? It, there's no, it ha- you can't fake right. this in 1979. Puppets, it's literally a snake biting a mongoose a couple of times, which is what they're naturally meant to do. Sure, right? you know they're like these are two guys that fight each other, so you put them together. Oh, I guess you don't like Louis Bunuel, do you? Ah, <laughs> uh, you got a problem with this? <laughs> he's he's poking you in the chest. You don't like Louis Bunuel? <laughs> you're not. You're you don't like it. So a we'll goat has to die. It's a masterpiece. What's wrong with you? Here come the 1981 woke left coming at me for killing animals on my movies. (laughs) Why don't you just put another nail through my hand while you're at it? And kids, we understand it is terrible. There there shouldn't be... Animals shouldn't be murdered or maimed for for the production of a film, but here we are. There's a wild moment where, like, the dude who's got the mongoose, you know, he's on Team Mongoose, is like, (laughs) Oh, hey, fuck that. Oh, he's not. Go oh, hey, The fight should still be going on. And then this guy who's Mr. Uh, Jim Beekman here is going to be like the big bad guy, kind of, but yes. just more like the gambling organizer. Well, he I just guess. comes, he finds himself in the morass of what the end of this movie is. Yeah, yes. he gets wrapped up in it. You it know. becomes like it's a mad, mad world. It in does. A way. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's yep. no real uh, antagonist and, at all. But this guy says, well, your mongoose, or uh, well, yeah, he's like, your mongoose is going to be dead in 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, oh, man. That's 15 seconds for me to take my pants off and jerk <laughs> off to your sadness. I don't know. I mean, like, look, I, I grew up in the Bronx. There was the mafia around. I never saw any, I, I never walked what? in on any mongoose v snake battle. Right. Yeah. Wow. So no one you knew were training mongooses or snakes? <laughs> no, at all? not at all. No, no, no. no. Well, I've seen people do gambling pickups. Those were fun. Maybe you were just weren't curious. <laughs> 
serious enough no, Steve, yeah. back then, you know. Did you ever see a gambling pickup where the dude who was being picked up from wasn't quite ready to pay? <laughs> no, he was oh he was ready. He was like, really <laughs> really friendly about it. He had a little envelope. He's like, All right, thanks, buddy. Talk oh, to you incredible. soon. Didn't you witness a Mystic River too? Yeah, I don't talk about that so often. Just some kid got in a car that he probably shouldn't have, and I was like, I don't know if that's legal. Uh, that was the end of that kid. Absolutely. <laughs> Chapter closed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so these dudes... I, like, now I have to tell the story because that's how... Oh, like, yeah, all right. Like, yeah, no, I think you've told the story I on have, the show but before. It's all right, there's new ago. listeners that want sure. to hear the story about... Yeah. We, we, we've wet their whistle with animal cruelty. Let's talk about child abuse. <laughs> and Mystic River, all the uh, new young My listeners. phone had been turned off, which is uh, which was the style at the time. Uh, so I was now, across- you mean it's a landline phone oh yeah we, we, we you, no but you got to explain oh, yeah, we, these, yeah. look we have and we appreciate them mm-hmm. a lot of gen z listeners Sweet and we're precious. old farts that's We've been right doing this, this a while. Is, I was 13 gotta, years old yeah. our, my phone our, our the family phone had been turned off as it was and i would i went across the street to use the pay phone to call movie phone to find out when spawn was playing mm. now movie this phone kids important. was a th- it was literally the <laughs> fandango app into a phone line you see yes. and you, you see, dialed a number and some dude went hello and you <laughs> asked him about what was playing. And a payphone used to be a thing that was on <laughs> certain blocks. And it was covered in bum piss. Yeah. Watch uh, Seinfeld, you'll get both of them. You could yeah. still make a you could still make a call if you had a, a few quarters on you. And Which a, quarters, a nose that didn't work. Quarters were a currency <laughs> denomination that was in, introduced by the Federal Reserve. And a Man. street. Yeah. <laughs> it's something you do. So whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to when Spawn and, and, you know, like Spawn is playing at. And this guy, <laughs> yes. and I, I'm right in the corner, and I see this kid, like 13, 14, run. And then this car literally jumps on the curb and sure. cut, cuts him off. Like Popeye Doyle was and driving. Dude, one <laughs> Italian guy comes out and says, hey. You think it's funny to hit my car? You think it's funny to hit my car? And the kid's like, I don't know, I don't know. And he's like, get in here right now. And the kid got in the car and they drove away. Spawn will be playing at Bay Plaza, 8.30. And I'm like, got it, hang up. And I... And I did see Spawn that night, and I don't nice. know what I don't know what spawned from that kid. Were you drawn in my cement? <laughs> Were you drawn in my cement? Get in this car. Uh, Get in this car. I sh- uh, yeah. In, in retrospect, I probably should have called the cops. But in the days, and of then yours, a few days later, you said that the whole neighborhood had all these posters. <laughs> no, I, a child. That part is a fake part of the story. There were no candles on that part of the story. And you didn't want to get in trouble, so you didn't mention anything. There were no murals at your local school. <laughs> Uh, Steven, I'm begging you, was that my son in there? Listen, he probably got, you know, punched in the face a couple of times. Who knows what happened? It's not that mafioso's fault that the kid then fell out the car and died from head wounds. You know what he, you probably, know what? You know what he probably did? He probably drove him home and he said, had a word with his father. Right. Like, Listen, yes. your son was being a, a real a real piece of shit. It's in that a, Wait, it's none of our business. Sure. No, whatever but- this man did, it's none of our business. Sure. Steve's totally right, though, man. That guy, <clears throat> that gentle mafioso, mm-hmm. they're not going to hurt a kid. He went, he took him home into the house. He said, yeah. where's your father? Some loser came outside. Then that guy got garroted. Now, <laughs> now, do you have a sporting goods store? Do you happen to uh, Something need we some? we could aggressively take over the finances do, from. Do you need some borrowing? I think so. Are you a poker man? <laughs> oh, you're not going to see Spawn tonight, kiddo. No one's seeing Spawn's. So anyway, yes. this dude is like, I've heard of this... Uh, Philo uh, Beto fella out in California 
What do we say uh, we get him to do a fight with our guy, Mr. Jack Wilson? It's so weird, the anglicized. I guess it's sort of a thing to make it more uh, appealing to the whole country. Like, if these were Italian, because they're coded as Italian mobsters. Yeah. yeah. But they're all like Beekman and Jack Wilson and Paul whatever. You know what I mean? As That's opposed actually to, like, true. Not many olive oil sounding yes, names. Even, I'm trying to think of like, the big mobster at the end. I'll look him up, too. If, if he, Maybe he has an Italian name, but maybe he doesn't. Oh, yeah. The famed Italian mobster, uh, John O'Brien, that they, <laughs> they put at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no. T- there is, at the end, Al Ruscio, the gray-haired guy uh, who's a, played a mobster in everything, uh, played uh, Tony Paoli Sr. I see. Oh, it, it, that dude played a mobster in everything except for, is he not also the manager of Monks in that one episode of Seinfeld where he's like, they are my daughter. Yes. Oh, and he's also oh uh, <laughs> David Silver's grandfather in the episode. Oh, when they go to the wow. house, they're trying to have the house party oh, or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. yes Ooh, 902 or no, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so like, so that's like sort of the beginning of it. And the, now, whoever said Mad, 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 Mad World, it's me, very yeah. accurate because I think Five right points. around here is the, in- <laughs> Ding. Is the introduction of, uh, I think, real life married couple Logan and Anne Ramsey yes. playing these like vacationing so-and-sos. Now, here yes. was the thing, because again, I did not re-listen to the episode mm-hmm. and I've not seen that first movie since whenever we did it 10 plus years ago. Are these characters from the first movie? No, I don't think I so. Don't, I don't believe I don't so. Think it's so. just that they're a funny couple that's vacationing in California. Don't they carry themselves yes. as such, especially because of that line where it's like, now look, Mildred, we're in California now. Yeah. I was waiting for him to say, yeah. there's no way we're going to see that crazy chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I guess I guess this also establishes this movie is also like, we're don't worry, folks, it's going to become a road movie eventually. Yes. The first movie is sort of a road movie as well. We eventually go to Colorado in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, I guess that's here true. we go yeah. to Wyoming. But it's just that out west, dude, that free movement. They love it out well, there. But it's also she, she sees a monkey's dick, we should say. Oh, yeah. And that's she, the first time they see them is he's like, oh, yeah. She goes, uh, we're going to California. You know, I hear people are quite peculiar out there or whatever. And he's like, yeah, whatever. It, it'll be fine, mother or whatever. And then, like, she's looking out the window. And the three of our our heroes are out on the side of the road, all taking a piss, ape included. Luther, they're pissing. <laughs> Luther, <laughs> the monkey pissed in People front of me. Don't piss in Iowa. We should go back home. To it's Iowa. true. Not 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 on the road. I mean, that's I assume part of it is like, oh, I mean, because they they show up again, uh, uh, and I think it's uh, be like. Here, here's here's you, audience. This is uh, the the Midwest kind of people. Oh yeah, yeah totally. sure. they're, they're from Iowa, and like the, the whole thing is like the quote unquote real America. Yeah, and yeah, the, exactly. and they 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 have a hard time having sex. Don't you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we we will get to that. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry about it, dude. But they uh, go to the honky t- local honky tonk they love. If this honky tonk could have been just the whole movie, yeah. Because I think someone was saying this before we went on the air. Every time they leave the honky tonk after you get that taste, mm-hmm. I just want to go right back to that honky tonk. It's the same thing in the movie Nashville. Anytime we're not at the bar, <laughs> yeah. and someone's singing, I'm like. Could we get I, back to that, please? I, the way they uh, they advertise that fast, there's a coming suit, Fats Domino, but like there's a marquee out front. So I was like a little for a minute. I was like, is that like a new dish they're serving from the <laughs> Fats it, Domino? It, is that like a loaded tater tot situation? <laughs> no, it's literally <laughs> music no, it's, legend it's, Fats, Fats Domino. Domino in this movie. It's not who we next see. It's to, it's actually uh, Sandra Locke. To yes. your credit, right? It's his name is displayed right next to steaks and cocktails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> we got. 
steaks, cocktails, and fat Domino. That sounds like a great night to me. I love the fat Domino, no sour cream. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, do you want the, spa- the spicy aioli and the beef brisket yeah. too? Okay, okay, that, all of it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but so we had Sandra Locke is singing again uh, at the bar, and they are. I believe at the end of the first movie, they do break up. So you sort of see that, like, yeah, that yeah. your life's too crazy for me or whatever. Much shit. like they're real. Uh, <laughs> oh, they had quite a, quite quite a disintegrated a relationship there. Oh, that, boy. That is no one's business on this show. Well, I, I don't no. know the answer, so I don't know. Oh, uh, it's none of our business. <laughs> but so, like, it's like, oh, man, there's that lady that, you know, broke your heart. Do you want to leave? And Clint's like, no. Meanwhile, Clyde goes to the bar by himself. Much like a, you know, uh, like a college student, you get he likes to go to bars, get drunk, and make out with dudes. Totally fine. Clyde's fine at himself. Yes, yes. He starts <laughs> kissing this man and then takes his cigar. And the guy is like, I think I like that. But this guy's yeah. he's into it. Is this the jacked blonde guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's probably a thing where he sees this goddamn ape every fucking night. Yeah. You know? Making well, his move. He's, he's going to shoot his shot. I think he's monkey. getting pissed off at first because he's yelling at the bartender. He's like, you're serving that fucking ape. I didn't mean to get a beer. And I think the bartender's got to be like, look, man, that ape is tipping me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting served because you're not tipping the bartenders. I would be more like, what happens if this ape just starts to go fucking literally ape in this bar? Uh-huh. Sure. Rips us all apart. Yeah. Excuse me. Can I talk to the manager? I just want to know what your ape freak out contingency plan is. <laughs> like, I don't I, mind that he's here, <laughs> but he might this freak place, out. You know, there's a gun behind the register. Yeah, right? that's yeah. that's the fucking protocol, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Pump action. You just shoot that monkey in the head, which they did, and then they replaced it with what CJ for the <laughs> yeah, you know, CJ for the press purposes. tour. It was a pipe, okay, Eric. <laughs> okay, yeah. stop or, it. Or an accent. Stop or being ridiculous. But yeah, he makes out with this guy, and then the what do you call it there? Then Clint and Sandra Locke kind of have it out a little bit. Uh, yeah, there's a little like you know, I ain't mad. You left me, and that's it. That's the end of that. Ain't gonna be talking about feelings around here. I love pain like candy. Yeah. Oh, give me some more of that nasty shit. Oh, I live off it. Why do you think my closest relationship is with an orangutan? <laughs> yeah. He can't say anything. Yep. Precisely. I gotta see that him getting some candy off that orangutan, getting beaten by it, be like, "Oh yeah, slap me in the face, Clyde." Throw M and M's at me, you <laughs> dirty ape. Ma, I'm training for the next fight. <laughs> uh, the next sort of it's a mad, 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 mad world intro is these fucking white supremacists uh. that like. They really have it out for Philo Beto. And again, they I was were the like, bad guys in the last they movie. Are, okay, so this is at least carryover. Yes. And we're like, movie. oh, here comes the Nazi subplot. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely, man. And it's like nowhere near as charming as the Blues Brothers Nazi subplot. Not you at know? all. Not at all. <laughs> Even though they're what, their same year? Yeah, the Black Widows, these guys are. Yeah, it is the same year as the Blues Brothers, actually. Yeah. Same release year. Um, yeah, the Black Widows, the name of this Biker gang slash neo-Nazis, which, I mean, that's kind of like interchangeable in a lot of parts of the country. PB&J, baby. Mm -hmm. Not all biker gangs, man, but, you know, a lot of you. Enough. More than enough. 99.8%. Enough. Enough of that. Well, no, you see, all those biker gangs, they have Nazi paraphernalia on them because they hate Nazis so much, you understand? They want to mm-hmm. be reminded how much they hate Nazis by putting it on their jackets. That's right. 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 You yeah. know, and like if you're collecting some plates, sure. <laughs> you know, 
You're just a billionaire trying to get those plates off the market. Well, <laughs> so, well yeah. So real racists can't own them. Well, yeah, you, you should you understand you, that having the uh, Hitler in my lock, this heart locket around <laughs> around my uh, neck here, that's just because I hate him so much. Mm. That's because I, I denounce yeah. him. Is, that's, is, right. is, that's why he's so close to my heart because my, <laughs> my, my heart is, um, what were you asking again? <laughs> I, I I I don't like him. That's that, that's that's what. what oh yeah. Long story short, Nazi back. Yeah, I don't uh, like him. What was that guy's name? Harlan Williams. No, Crow. Williams. <laughs> Harlan Crow. Harlan Crow. Crow. Okay. Yeah. I'm just mentioning the name. Also a justified name. That's true. That is very true for people in the future who have no idea what we're referencing. Sure. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, kids. Uh, a long time ago, there was a Supreme Court <laughs> justice who was great big friends with a great big Nazi. Uh, it's totally cool. And don't worry, you guessed it, kids. Nobody did anything about it. <laughs> uh, no one will ever do anything about literally anything. So I hope you're. Yeah. We're sorry your parents had you. Anyway. That's ridiculous. <laughs> People will make things worse. Stop. <laughs> Stop that nonsense. Speaking, speaking of making things worse, Chris Cabin, excellent segue because once again, Ruth Gordon is in this movie. Oh, dude. Everywhere. Just let her. Just let her die. I, I got to <laughs> tell you, Ruth, I just loved your work in that movie where you fucked a kid. Yeah. Watched uh, 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 Harry and Mid. <laughs> Harry and Molly. Harry and mid. mid. Harry, I, I think that'd be Harry and Low. <laughs> I've actually never seen Harold and Maude. It's good. It's good a good, movie. weird yeah. time, dude. Hal Ashby, RHD. Great, great music, shit. too. Uh, yeah, great yeah. soundtrack, also. But she, uh, you know, she passed about five years on from this movie, sure. and we were having a convo. I thought you were going to say five years ago. I was like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> She's been dead for decades. Don't yeah, worry about it, Steve. Um, so, yeah, did not live to see 9-11, and God bless her for it. I think she died in, like, 1985, so, like, literally five years after the release of this movie. But we were having a conversation on The Mandalorian Half Hour recently mm -hmm. with the, the guest-starring appearance of Christopher Lloyd there, and, sure. you know, Steve brought up, like, should we be letting these old folks, you know, is it an against their will thing are we sure. dragging them out sure. is it for health insurance whatever and like ruth gordon it's just like you really wish the services at those like hollywood retirement communities mm. were just a little bit better because then maybe ruth gordon wouldn't have had to come out the house for any which way you can and debase herself it's a bad it's, it's real bad the movie stops dead whenever she's in it i mean yeah. not not this movie's fantastic but like her bits are just like, what's that monkey up to? Where's her monkey buddy? Where's all the monkey buddy? Like, oh, well, yeah, like it's more like she's I mean, like she does help during the the very fun car chase. Uh -huh. uh, of oh, course, sure. is, is quite good. Sure. Uh, but like it's more like Clyde, hide the money from Ma. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more like I'm a little stinker and you're my monkey friend. <laughs> Right, because he hide gets Bob's medicine. <laughs> We're gonna steal. She's gonna steal some dollars out of her purse. Put a pillow over Ma's face. <laughs> totally. I'm gonna go to the movies, Clyde, and you're gonna put a pillow over her face, <laughs> and we're gonna be rich by the end of the night. I have a ticket, a single ticket to Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and when I get go back. <laughs> Ma better be asleep. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yes, I know. We made plans to see the Empire Strikes Back together. But 
killing Ma is way more important. It's just an alibi. <laughs> I will buy the shovels on my way home. <laughs> Stop bugging me about. I'm I am the human here. I can do it. And listen, I ain't calling it Empire whatever. It's Star Wars 2. <laughs> I will be seeing Star Wars 2 tonight. Uh, I, 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 I can't believe Clyde, you're never gonna believe it. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. No, you didn't guess it from the trailer. No, it's not Dark Victor. It's Darth Vader. You stupid ape. There's something. So the the, the uh, representative from the mafia sure. or whatever shows up. This guy who his like. The way that he's delivering these lines, he is straight out of like a 1940s Hollywood production. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Hello there, Mr. Beto. I'm here <laughs> to give you some news about it. Yeah, 15 large, big boy, to fight Jack Wilson, you see. <laughs> yeah, it is an interesting uh, way of speaking. It's sort of like a traveling salesman aspect. It kind of, thing, yeah, yeah. It's like traveling salesman and like with a dash of mafia. Oh, absolutely. Because everybody's yeah. just, once it really gets into Mad Mad World territory, which it does, Everyone's a stock character, you know yes. what I mean, and you want to you want to know yeah. exactly who everyone is, so everyone's as big and broad as possible, including this guy who offers him yeah fifteen thousand to fight, and he gets ten more, or he gets ten ten, 10 down, front, ten and down. fifteen when he get when he does the fight, no matter win or lose, he gets twenty five grand, which I, the math is like a hundred grand, uh, the inflation on that. Oh yeah, it's like nice. ninety. That's uh, awesome. There's a great thing here. This guy, this guy. By the know, way, you could beat this. Sh- Anyone wants to beat the shit out of me for ninety thousand dollars? You come, you, you you give me the contract. Oh, shit. oh. Right, I gotta go find an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> How about two hundred dollars, Steve? Come, friend discount. <laughs> no discount. All right, like we're not gonna beat the shit out. What can I get for like just a swift one-time only kick to the stomach? <laughs> You're already laying down, so you what? won't have to fall over. How much? I, I think I have five bucks. In my pocket. How about <laughs> five? Bucks? At least. Four digits, thousand dollars. You give me a thousand bucks and kick me right, right in the stomach. Running well, start or stand still? <laughs> uh, running starts fifteen hundred. Stand okay. still is thousand. But what's that's, a, that's the menu we're dealing with. Got it. Okay. Five bucks can I like stub your toe. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anything? Can I you stub go- your toe? Ha- is there anything? If I want you to wear a costume, in <laughs> no. It, now we're talking. Oh, costume would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, if you're gonna kick him in the stomach while he's already on the ground dressed as Batman, that's a cool six thousand dollars. <laughs> Thank you. I was much. thinking more a train conductor hat, but like, hey, <laughs> with, take with what I can with get. All lives matter pin yes, on it. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he, the the fucking the mafia dude meeting the yeah. ape is really funny. He gives a good holy shit. Well, because like you got to talk to my manager. Yeah, or was it like, oh, give the money to my accountant? Yeah, now, this ape. Now you watch your junk around him. He's liable to just pick it off. He's a ball ripper. He'll just, <laughs> just take it. You I mean, you won't even know it happened. You'll just go down and there's there's red dripping everywhere. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, man, like, could you just imagine you're talking to some dude, you're trying to do a business deal, and then he's like, and my friend here, and then there's a fucking loose orangutan, (laughs) and there's no fucking cattle prod or trank darts to be found. Not even a fucking collar on this thing. He's just out in the world, like like, like you and me. Back then, you could just do that. You could just have an ape and go on an adventure. I think in the first movie, he went, it said he won it in a fight or something. Yes. It's like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look, if he shows me his CPA license, I guess, <laughs> yeah, sure. then maybe I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, so he's sort of like, you know, he takes some money. He's like, yeah, all right, you got yourself a deal, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we go 
back to the honky tonk because it's a night. Is this where the monkey uh, or the the ape? Excuse me, he's a chimpanzee. Um, orangutan. Uh, yeah, I don't even have him. See. See, folks, we yeah, don't know. Yeah. The, the orangutan uh, goes, he's like, oh, Clyde is missing. That's, and yes. he's back at the honky tonk. I thought he was going to spend that 10 grand on the on booze. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I told you a, a bulk order. <laughs> a, 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 another order of fried plantains. Ooh, all right. Well, that's kind of a little tasty. We, we're not supposed to serve this here, Clyde. <laughs> uh, but so Eastwood, you know, makes his way to the bar and, you know, here he is and it's, it is. I think we're doing a little bit of fucking Simeon matchmaker here. Yes, because oh, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm at the watering hole. Come get me. Oh, now I'm sitting next to your ex girlfriend. Yes. You know, she misses Clyde, and she, uh, she, she, she reveals to Clint Eastwood that she's only been at this honky tonk. She knows it's the one he goes to. She wants to get back together with him. Now, there's a weird line here mm. in this conversation, <clears throat> and I want to read the room because I don't think. I, I know definitively that this is what it is, but he goes, uh, after she apologizes, he's like, oh, it's fine. You know, it turns out I have a tolerance for a certain specific kind of pain. Uh -huh. oh, to which no. she replies, referring to like the heartbreak or yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. To which she replies very bluntly like, yeah, I have one of those too. And I was like, is this like a reference to like he's getting handsy or something? Oh, I don't think I so. Don't I just think it's like we both like, you know, we're both old fucking working class country western folk. We're we used to getting kicked down by the man. Yeah, yeah all that, that kind of, kind of shit. Thing. Yeah. I don't think it's crash. I don't think we're, we're <laughs> tiptoeing into that. Let's get into a car accident. Uh-oh, my dad took a shit. You know, I actually could get you Jane Mansfield's car <laughs> you know, if you're looking oh for it. Oh, my God. Wait a second. I'm mixing up crashes. Yeah, well, yeah, for yeah. once, we were talking about the Cronenberg The movie. good one. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, nobody well, takes a shit in the Cronenberg crash, yeah, as far well, as I can tell. Later in the film, the Clyde does drag him from the burning car. Yeah. yeah. So presumably, you get into some type of crash Cronenberg stuff. You, you bring the ape with you. You get into that car accident, and if it's a little too... If it's not as horny as you want it to be and it's more deadly, yeah. apes there to drag you out. Oh, okay, so it's, right. it's kind of like a safety net. Exactly. Clyde, Clyde so, leave me alone. I need. I got to have my head hit the windshield or, others, or I won't be able to get off. I can't believe you dragged me out. I didn't even yell my safe word. <laughs> um, yeah, but so he... Uh, what were we doing here? Oh, so this is the, the end of this scene. Like so many scenes in this movie, just gets played out by a full musical number. This is Fats Domino. He's tinkering away <laughs> to whiskey heaven. Like like we no longer have good old fashioned bare knuckle boxing movies. We also don't have songs that just like are like, you know, drunk driving's pretty okay. <laughs> like yeah, these uh, don't exist. Fats Domino is singing like, uh, thank God that he drove me home last night because I wasn't driving that car. <laughs> yeah. like, shit like that. That's Thanks awesome. for getting behind the wheel, Jesus. You just yeah. black out. You wake up in your own bed. You see the car out the window. You're like, whoa. <laughs> that was definitely God's work. Ne yeah. Definitely not well, the man below. That's the, yeah, the, when there's two, one footprint in the sand, Chris. He, he's carrying you. <laughs> Literally carrying your drunk ass home. Every hungover step. Uh, so this is where he's like, I'll give you a fucking ride, I guess. To the YWCA. Absolutely. Mm. And this is, it's an interesting way that they do this here where like he pulls up. You don't, there's no establishing shot. It's just the car. And he looks up and goes like, 
something like, oh, nice place or something like that. And she's like, you got a problem with it? No, it's a roof or like whatever. And then you see that it's the YMCA. So that tells you like, clearly she's embarrassed about this is like the living situation, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is an amazing moment. Like in movies like this, where it's like, you're pushing two hours. You could have just done this all in the scene. It's one of those, like, he's like, all right, have a good night at the YWCA. And he drives off. And then he's like, ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Pulls around <laughs> sure. to go back to like get her out. And I'm like, you should have just stayed. Well, there. well, because he originally thought he was like, he was kind of getting cock blocked by Clyde here. Yeah. Cause like she was yeah. very much like, are you sure you don't want to come up? He's yeah. Like, I've kept him waiting enough. I can't keep him in here with the windows down a little bit. He's liable to drive this fucking thing off. <laughs> but I, I, so like, yeah, he's like, you know what, Clyde, you're going to watch tonight. So uh, just prepare yourself mentally now. So he's not allowed. It's a YWCA, so no men are allowed. They call the cops. Uh, this is not the first time Philo Beto has been uh, called the cops on it. A YWCA, it's, nope. it's the least down. loud version, which is well, good. Yeah, the fucking attendant. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the attendant calls the desk and is just like, hello, police. Department, yeah, code Philo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a Tuesday. I know it's weird. Uh, there's all these ladies who are like, Ooh, a man. Oh, absolutely. This is fucking horny hall right uh, here. Dude. Oh, god, yeah. He hides like under her bed, and the cops come and like they open the door, and she's like, Oh, what? I was sleeping. It's like, Oh, sorry, ma'am. And then, like, outdoor uh, outside the door, there's some congregation of women gathered, and one's just like, Oh, you just you guys just think we all just want you or whatever. And this one lady's like, I do yeah. speak for and yourself. St- starts making out with this cop with a mouthful of toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, eat shit, cop. Yeah. And he's Fuck. grossed out like he was just kissed by the lady gremlin. Like, <laughs> he's just like, I gotta get out of here. Well, I mean, uh, you don't know what the fucking status of these people yeah, are, dude. Yeah. Oh, some fucking I'd, foot and mouth disease. Also, sure it's fine. Lady Gremlin looking pretty. <laughs> Can get it. Ooh, Robert Picardo Wood. on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say she could get it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, sure. I saw somebody somebody tweeted like something about the Lady Gremlin at Robert Picardo recently, <laughs> and he like responded like kind of with good humor, like, "Oh, she's looking fabulous." Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. And sure. I was like, "Yeah, you remember." That your character was horny for a gremlin in Gremlins to the new batch. Absolutely. Well, he's, he started to resist, but then he gave in and said, Hey, and that, oh my God, his facial expressions in that scene oh, yeah. phenomenal. are incredible. Absolutely phenomenal. But, this bathroom will be our boudoir. <laughs> but he's like, Hey, come home with me. We've got extra, I've got extra room in my crazy fucking creepy house. So here's how he sets this up He's like, We have an extra room at the house. And she's like, Yeah, right. Well, she uh, says. Well, importantly, uh, again about the socioeconomic thing, I don't want it. I don't want any handout. And he yes. says it's not a handout. That's what you get from the government. Uh-huh. Yeah, handouts uh-huh. are what you get from the government. A hand up is what you get from France. Yep. Oh, hand up okay. your skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting fucking hand up your fucking underpants. You, you want to go back to my place with my mom and my friend Orville who <laughs> lives my, there and my orangutan who is absolutely going to watch us bone oh Just, yeah Orville last movie Jeffrey Lewis I love Jeffrey Lewis whenever I see him in stuff including Great. this where he's wearing a wig or whatever oh, oh dude this rug I think yeah. he's wearing Fantastic. two wigs it's somehow <laughs> two wig. wigs dude first movie he's betting Beverly D'Angelo and he's yeah. like a fully realized character no. and this he's nothing well he, yeah he's yeah. a cartoon character there's a gag uh, right around here where he's like 
listening to the radio for like pick up things. This is kind of fun. And it's it's right. actually a pretty good as tow far as schemes calls, go. Yeah, it's pretty good. And he has all the stickers for all the different tow trucks. Yes. in their intro, he just slaps up. Oh, that's 20 minutes away. I can make it in five. Yes. Slap yeah. it on. And you just know he's getting into arguments because they're showing up mid toe. Oh, like, yes. oh yeah. What, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, you're going to sue me? Into a, oh, you're, you're going to sue me. Oh, okay. Oh, you're su- oh, it's the 80s, so you can sue me now. Yeah, oh, okay. oh, 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 my tow trucks are being impounded. Oh, I oh, oh. forgot suing was invented in 1978. This is my problem. <laughs> Clyde, we need you to rip down the fucking walls of this impound lot. Well, that's the thing. Is like you, you. Oh, yeah, I'm undercutting you, and I stole your business. What? You, you got something to say? I got my orangutan friend. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's you know. better than a gun. It's like a smart gun. I, and I gave the orangutan a gun. Do you like having your face connected to all of to your ears? Because. Uh, my friend Clyde uh, feels differently about it. It's very important. Uh, we don't forget because it is a running gag in this movie that yeah. pays off right here. When they, they make an escape yes. uh, out of the YWCA, like Eastwood and this woman climb out the window and they, he peels out in his truck and the cops are like, there he goes. Yes. And they go to get in the car and Clyde has taken his shit in this police car. And this dude sits in it uh-huh. and man that is your week is destroyed it is also funny that like they escape the ymca or whatever and these cops are like that's them get like get, who for cares what? I mean, like, he, like, they're not in there anymore yes i mean like unless you want to question if what you don't is hey are you leaving of your own accord kind of yes. thing lady that's sure fair. that's the, that's a reasonable ah, thing we know philo beto and <laughs> exactly. that's that's not none of the lapd's nope. business I, 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 whatever the man wants to do he let him do it he's uh, outside of I the wyca see, now philo beto's probably have, has got like that house is gonna become a barbarian house soon <laughs> enough. I mean, it's pretty oh, close yep when, when he puts her to bed he's like all right here's your extra guest room i'm putting you in the shotgun room there did, did you notice that like next to her bed is a fucking wall unit mm. with four shotguns in it. Do you know why, dude? Why is because that? he's giving her his bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what's insane about this. It's like you can come mm-hmm. to my house. He says, like at the YWCA, we have an extra bedroom. Yeah. What he means is you can sleep in my room where there's multiple gun racks. <laughs> Filled to the brim with fucking pump action shotguns. <laughs> and I'm going to go sleep out in the shed in a sleeping bag with my ape next to me. That is the arrangement that he's putting down. With hay. Yeah, third yes. floor with some hay. hay. Some hay. And that's what I mean by it's not exactly accurate to say you have an extra bedroom at the house. <laughs> you have a house with as many bedrooms as you have. Yes. And then in the back, there's a shed with a sleeping well, bag. Well, he's like- not fussy, Andrew. So that, that that's oh. to tell you, like, he's a real man. He's not fussy. He will go sleep with his ape outside, even though he, you know, he usually likes like a white noise machine. He likes having the bolt action rifle right next to his heart, <laughs> just right there and feeling it there. Just well, to- a sleeping ape's kind of white noise machine, right? It's just a constant like breathing and fart. Oh, like totally. Yeah. Yep. And it's con- and there's constant fear of it waking up and just beating the absolute shit out of Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Right to death, maybe. Dude, oh, I'm going to eat that like candy. <laughs> oh, no. Clyde had a nightmare. Now I'm Mason Verger again. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Oh, oh well. <laughs> You're going to miss the toe. Now, Clyde, it's okay. Just help me find my rib cage. <laughs> just to t- point me where you threw it. But, Chris, you keep saying that the ape watched short because, like, he goes to sleep. He's like, all right, Clyde, let's get to bed. Yep. And I think in the first movie, there's a funny gag, which is parodied in the critic, which is like, oh, 
Oh, somebody's next to me must be a beautiful woman. <laughs> and he starts to make that's yeah, a critic yeah. joke, right? But like, yeah. it, so we're replay because again, this is like such a capital S sequel. Like, so many gags are being replayed. Totally. Here, it's he's sleeping. The monkey puts its arm around him. It's like, oh, lol. But he likes it, so it's like f- fine, whatever. Sandra Locke is like room for one more. Dude. The monkey's arm is still there. Yeah. She goes in, and we cut. Three I don't way. know what happened. Three Wait, way. no, no, no. Excuse Three me. Three it has way. excuse me. Please. Mon- monkey load. Here's the thing. First of <laughs> monkey all, load. ape lo- orangutan loads. Loads. Many loads. What is uh, buzzing in? What is orangutan? <laughs> One. Uh, you figure mm. in this kind of scenario, it's like, like she's horny, so it's like, oh, gee, Philo. It's really cold in your bedroom. It's just me and all those soulless shotguns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come make love to me. Sure. Not next to the orangutan. How no. about that? Right. Uh, so there's that. But what happens, you know, like you said, Steve, yeah. room for one more. She folds into this sleeping bag. He fucking leans over to this ape and goes, no looking now. Oh, does he say that? Dude, no looking now. <laughs> and then he tucks himself, he rolls over to start banging this, or maybe we're just getting some like digital manipulation or what, you know, who knows? Old Hollywood rules, if, if, it's a, if it's a hard cut with a couple going to bed, they fuck. Yeah. 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 Like, in they front they of this fucking you. ape, and I thought it would be the weirdest scene in the movie but boy, was I wrong. <laughs> no. That is yet to come in this fucking Clyde, dip- stop Ooh. eating my ass <laughs> while I'm pumping into her. Wait a minute. No, stop. You should stop. <laughs> that, should be, that should just be for me and you time. That shouldn't be an all three thing. Uh, so they have like a, there's a weird... See, and this is why this doesn't make any sense. He does the whole like, no looking now. Uh-huh. And then the next morning... When they've clearly already fucked, he's like, hey, get out of here, ape. And this is where it's like the chimp hall of fame montage where it's just like Clyde working in the backyard doing shit. Which, I mean, again, thank you. That's what I bought a fucking ticket for. But that's also you cue this montage before the fucking. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good point. So the audience isn't like. Yeah, he was inside of that woman when the fucking ape was right there farting, right? Oh, yeah, and I don't think Clyde's a mischief maker. I don't think he he took his suggestion. I think he looked. I think he, I, 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 I'm going to be, I'm yeah, gonna be honest peaking. with you. That I ape think was he's looking. I mean, I, at that point, like, literally on the menu of things that could have happened in that scene, <laughs> the ape looking is on the low end. Yeah. I'm hoping yep. the right. ape is looking. That's the least of your problems. So, Do the ape looked at you? Yeah. Least look, of your it definitely just, beat off is what you're saying, at the very least. Look, I just like holding his hand while I do it. <laughs> it's a confidence thing. I just like to know he's there. Well, that actually Buddies. sounds kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Look, all I got here. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All I got here is a sleeping bag and a minimal pile of hay. There's no headboard for support. So that's where Clyde comes in. He puts his arm up. I grab onto it. Oh, for support, you see. <laughs> so this is where he's he Clint's out jogging in them slacks, and then here comes this fella out of nowhere, big buff dude, mustache. Just goes, mind if I jog with you? To which Eastwood replies, a hearty hell no. Well, and th- I I thought this was about to turn into a different movie altogether. Yeah, that they were going to find an underpass to well, fuck. Yep, or at least jerk each other off. Uh, sure. I don't have a lot of time, but, you know. I, I'm sorry, I can't. We can't run together. You're not wearing jeans. <laughs> you're wearing sweatpants. I don't know why anybody would do that while it's you're running. Up. 
you know, I mean, you're not getting the crotch, you know. And it's like this weird thing where like they're running together. And he's like, well, aren't you a big burly guy? And he's like, well, I work behind the desk. He's like, you lifting that desk, big man? Like, I'm like, where is this going? Exactly. In? Like, the, one of them says, like, you work out, it seems. Yes. And then in a move that would totally seal the deal, one would think. They're jogging along, you know. It's another construction site yeah, sure. jog area yeah, yeah, here. Sure. This dude falls through the ground, like, off the side of this cliff or whatever, and Eastwood helps him, like, well, the least I could do for a fella is uh, jerk him off under that overpass. <laughs> like, it's just the way that this is played is so weird. It doesn't well, play like I think they thought it played. Or maybe it just played differently in 1980. It was supposed to play as, like, these are two... Two burly dudes that respect each other, respect each other's burliness, and like, yes. wow, you're a built man. I'm a built man. Let's be built men together. Yep. Two, yeah. But in, in a mutual respect kind of way. Yes, emotion. absolutely. Yeah, two regular heterosexual men <laughs> who are jogging together and still support Eisenhower. And you spot spot this uh, William Smith actor here. He's been in everything you yes. could think of. He was ru- a Russian in Red Dawn. Oh, wow. He was a Russian in Bulletproof with Gary Busey. He's played heavy across like every fucking movie wow really quite a career conan's father and conan the barbarian just tons and tons of stuff he's an enormous dude he also jack wilson the character and uh william smith is the actor that's right he looks like he slept through a house fire a little bit like like, like he just kind of like you know just a house fire was happening and he's like, ah, oh, whatever. He, just, he hit the snooze on that house. Yeah, fire. he rolled right over. <laughs> the bare knuckle boxing works for him because yes. it does. He does look right. It actually, it it's worse when he like tries to wear a suit because you're like, yes. that doesn't look right that's on not, you. Yeah. That's but, not correct. But don't you think with him in that suit, dude, he could be a goon in um. Oh Lord! Now, uh, oh, he looks like the dude, the mayor from Final Fight. Remember that video game where like there's three dudes, like two small uh, karate guys, and one dude is the big hulking mayor. I don't remember. Oh, you get, this, no, you get to game. fight a mayor? No, you get to be the mayor. Oh my beats god! People up. Oh, I, get ele- I get elected to Bruce. You're Mr. <laughs> mayor, uh-huh. Samurai Cop. That oh yeah. Oh, yes. oh yeah. That guy in a suit. He's a scuzzball at that restaurant in oh, Samurai. Yeah. Cop. I mean, he could walk into Samurai Cop. No problem. This guy, nobody probably, would blink. This probably got a Christmas card from Robert Zadar every year. Oh yeah, yep. They're buddies, absolutely. From Clint too, I bet. I mean, that's the thing is, you would assume that, like, because it's always talked in hushed tones, like, "Oh, Wilson, Wilson, fucking," and yeah. he shows up and like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who's, is, is this just his buddy that he's he's jogging with? And he, it's like I was expecting some like big bra, like, and I yes. guess that's supposed to be part of the joke or part of the, the naturalness of it. I guess exactly. It's just these are just dudes that eat steak at every meal. I kind of wanted like the who's the the asshole in like Rocky Five, the the young guy he's training. Oh, uh, oh. Tommy the Gun Morrison. Tommy, like I yeah. was expecting <laughs> something like that. But he's sure. but like he doesn't introduce himself at all. He's just like, hey, thanks, I owe you one, buddy. And he goes, and, and one could mean anything. Uh, yeah, um, oh I, yeah, I owe you one. Uh, and he <laughs> runs, runs away, but you don't know one who shot he is. in the mouth. <laughs> and pff, we get this this quick scene because we got to get back to the honky tonk man. The bar has been away from the honky tonk for too long, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, there's a quick scene where Jeffrey Lewis is like, Dad, I don't want you fighting this guy. I did some sort of cursory research, and it ain't no good. And yeah. he's like. I'll do as I please. He goes back to the honky-tonk because I guess he owes Jack Wilson the beer is the idea. No, I think he's just there and Jack Wilson happens to I be gotta there. Yeah, happens to be. I gotta stare at that lady. I'm <laughs> starting to date again. But it is this like, what you realize after a fashion is he knows 
yes. who Philo Beto is. Philo Beto knows that this is Jack Wilson because Clint Eastwood is in this bar for 15 seconds and you better believe he's getting into a bar fight. Some drunk guy like makes fun of his lady friend's yes. singing voice. Like, now I've got some real singing up here. And yes. like, oh, yeah, you just signed your death warrant. <laughs> it's actually Jack uh, that escalates it. Oh, yeah. does he? He has to step in, yeah. He's like, oh, that's not very nice to say to a lady. And, like, oh, right, right. Thing. And then he's just like, leave it alone. Uh-oh, you didn't. Now I have to fight everyone in the bar. <laughs> and we have to say, because Jack Wilson... A little different than Clint Eastwood. Different style. He's doing some karate kicks. We yes, are getting sir. some kicks here, which is weird because you think that that would come into play at the end. With, this guy don't fight like me, horrible. Yeah, exactly. No. Now, and then it's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. He introduced a guy. I am Jack Wilson. I am the guy you're going to be fighting. And he's obviously been, you know, I've been scouting you. And it's like, interesting I, the way they do it because after the bar fight, Clint says to him, like, did you get what you came here for? Yeah. Like, I know you've been sizing me up. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I've been uh, slowly poisoning you, Philo, <laughs> so I did get what I wanted. Just, I, It's in the bag now. He tells him not to fight. I don't want to fight you. You don't want to fight me. It's going to be bad for you. And he's yeah. like, well, I guess we'll find out. But then finally, Sandra Locke comes up to it. He's like, you shouldn't fight Jack Wilson. Apparently, he's maimed five people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's finally like, I guess if everyone's against it. Hey, mafia guy, good thing you're back in my front yard again. Here's, <laughs> here's your money back. Listen, I got to beat him. Otherwise, I got to keep on working for the marquee. Yeah. And the, the, mafia, the mafia guy doesn't want to take it back. Okay, I'm going to hold it for you, but yeah. the fight's still on. Yes. And then, of course, Eastwood has to be an asshole and escalate this by... Clyde scrapped the caddy. Well, because <laughs> the, the guy on the way out kind of escalates it with like, oh, yeah, well... If you don't show up, there's guys coming back here that look just like me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, let me guess. They're also going to be driving a Cadillac. Mm -hmm. So he he makes Fair. this threat about but, the mafia coming yeah. back. Listen, I mean, this is a pro-mafia show. That's all Every time. It has yep. been oh, yeah. since the start. Sure. And the, you know, these are just men trying to, you know, be symbols for the community standing up for their it's, you know you know it, it's kind of it's it's putting me in an awkward place it, 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 mafia versus bare knuckle boxers <laughs> it's two groups i support but both-throatedly chris you do not as a man sure or as in anything sure get it agree to something mm. uh-huh and, then, and then fucking back out of it especially <laughs> when money's on the you've accepted ten thousand dollars from sure. the mafia you are due you need to honor that commitment well, and, well what if your best buddies with the guy you're gonna beat up though eric but you just you I didn't beat know up it my friends all the time <laughs> that's true right. the glean well, what about all the mar yes. but we're not talking about all the marketing costs the mafia has incurred oh, yeah. already that's the posters true. they've printed the t-shirts that's, 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 that's like but just the thing is like it it, it it seems like what they're preparing for is a random event that yes. will happen at some random place uh -huh. at some random time Correct. in the next month then we we are going to somehow again and we'll get into this when we get to the end but like going to get everybody there in yes. like a, a, a minute sure. but the point is someone gives you ten thousand dollars sure you say yes sir <laughs> yeah. hey, he that's did. what i mean i thought what we were gonna have here was like because they make such a big deal out of like clyde has to hide the money from ma because yes. ma's got fast fingers and blah 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 i thought it was gonna be a thing where he tries to give the money back and then it's like uh-oh Ma spent it all at the dog track yes. or whatever. <laughs> no, and then yes. it's like, you have to do it. No, no, he gives him the money back. He gives yeah. him the money back. And it's like, you better fucking be there. I think it's a thing where it's like, you got to call the date and the location closer to the actual day. It's going to happen. 
You can't announce it like an actual uh, like sanctioned boxing match sure. because the cops or, you know, the cops that don't have money on the fight <laughs> might come in and break it up. Well, sure. you need so, the, like this was their pro- I mean, like these people, if they are putting in bets on bare knuckle boxing, I'm talking about the, the uh, Jimmy and the, uh, the New York guys. Like if they know that's happening, you've got to put somebody right next to Clyde and Philo all yeah. the time, ready to give you a phone call when the fight is going. <laughs> yes. Like, and just to make sure he's not fucking up anything. But of course, they don't think that far ahead. So this is when the movie gets incredibly horny, and yes. it, it yeah. comes out of nowhere. It really Re- does. Real like, left field horn doggery. Because like the, you have the one sex scene, or you know, implied sex. You're like, whoa, that's wild. But like earlier in the movie, Clyde looks at a poster of some uh, zoo a- orangutan uh, mm-hmm. that he wants to fuck. And Eastwood is like, well, we got to get my buddy laid. And I think this is kind of ties into the first movie as well, where he goes right. to the zoo. But I think in the first yeah. movie, he just goes in the zoo and fucks. Yeah. This one's like, she's coming with us. Which, like, why do they <sighs> need a bedroom? Why, why do they need a banana with drugs in it to knock out this? Because uh, he's like, hey, here, here, he clearly gives him this banana with like syringes. And it's like, this will soften her up, buddy boy. Could you do this for me, buddy? I'm not actually going to put the drug in the banana. I'm going to leave it to you. Well, then, no, here's, here's what it is. That's the backup, dude. The banana has been dosed. Oh, uh, I see. Because what happens is he's like, all right, Clyde. <laughs> I guess this is what the screenwriters wanted to do. <laughs> so this banana's doped, and you just got to throw it in the cage and give it to her. If that doesn't work, here's the syringe with the backup, uh-huh. and you just poke her and push down. And he explains all this, and then Clyde goes, got it, and injects himself with yeah. it and passes out. It no. is insane. No, really this should crazy. be the monkey takes the syringe. He falls to the carpet. Lou Reed's perfect day starts playing. <laughs> Open your eyes. How much did you take? How oh, yeah. much? Oh, Open yeah. your eyes. Philo is such a piece of shit. He knows he was in NA. <laughs> Just to throw this shit at him like that. But they go to this motel and, you know, there's a horny uh, motel. Well, first of two horny motel managers, which I think is too mm. many. Uh Who's like, oh, you know, and like Eastwood and Sandra Locke get a room and then Clyde and this other orangutan get a room. And also, wouldn't you wouldn't you know it in the room over from there is Anne Ramsey and her husband. Yes. Loretta and, and Luther. Yes. And it is just the weirdest, most unsettling sequence of events. It's yep. like, oh, uh, you know, Lynn is like, what's all uh, what's all that noise? And he's like, oh, it's just Clyde putting on a show because they're getting down and yeah. she's like oh those apes are gonna get down in there eh well speaking of getting down why don't you show off for me big daddy and like <laughs> it just cuts to eastwood swinging from the chandelier in yes. this motel room nothing Much- gets me turned on more than the sounds of apes <laughs> i mean like the uh- just screaming and hooting. <laughs> Having two apes have their own hotel room and they're just obviously trashing it. Yeah. And they're just gonna fucking piss and shit and come yeah. all over this place. You Absolutely. need to burn this hotel room to the ground. Absolutely. I mean, the whole motel, honestly, yeah. dude. Just take the whole place out. Meanwhile, there's this sequence. I mean, somebody thought this was amazing. It it uh where um it's we're parodying the movie Ten with Bo Derek, where oh, right. and like oh, we're God, doing special yeah. effects where the the ape's head is on boat on, on a Bo Derek esque body on the beach, and the Clyde is getting horny about it. No, this is with people. 
Does the, it happen with the apes too? Am I wrong? Don't they, don't they? I, the Bo Derek. Th- okay, so here's how I remember the Bo Derek thing. At the same time that this is all going on, Ruth Gordon is like, I have to get to my boys oh, at the motel, right. yeah. and Ruth, she steals the Gordon, tow truck. Of course, yeah. Apologies. And Ruth Gordon. Yes. So Ruth Gordon also gets. Uh, she descends on this motel where the cops are also on their way, and she sees That's the fucking right. motel right. manager peeping in a window yeah. at e- it's either the apes or the Ramsey's fucking or Eastwood and, and Lynn, whatever fucking. And she chastises like, Oh, well, you're such a little, a dirty old man there. Well, you, you know, they're trying to make some love. You're just such a grossy, gross, gross man. Ugh. And he turns and, and this guy looks at her yes. and he sees Bo Derek in 10. God. And then it turns into Ruth Gordon's face yes. on Bo Derek's face. Yes. Jogging. And this dude's horny. And then she's fucking horny. So now. This three-way free-for-all became a four-way fuck fest, right. and I thought that this was just a bare-knuckle boxing movie with a chimp she, in it. She had caught him watching folks make the humpity bumpity yes. and kicks him in the nuts, and and then she's like, "Oh, oh, it's a live one. Yeah. Oh, I'll be in the motel office if you want to fuck." <laughs> Yeah, but we, we skipped ahead briefly. There was another encounter with the Nazi biker gang. I mean, the less said about them the better uh <laughs> yes. this is when he tricks them into riding their bikes into tar there's like yeah. lay they're laying tar on the freeway oh yeah sure. tar shower oh, yes sure. and then it's like oh i'm hardening and they're, they're freezing this is place. very weird like they pull through i've never seen a road paved like this no. where like it's a device shaped like a car wash. Yes, exactly. And it's just dribbling hot tar on the road. You want it a little lower, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like something like a seven foot drop for hot tar while oh, you're paving the road might be seems movie magic. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I want them covered in tar. And okay? he takes them. I don't care how. <laughs> he takes them to the hospital and it's like, oh, can you remove that stuff? Yeah, we'll just peel them like a banana. Oh, so that hurts, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, maybe I'll do that for myself. I do love pain. Can you dip my dick in balls and tar? Do you got any loose tar back there that I can buy off you? Wait, let me drive a motorcycle under that there car wash of tar. Seemed stupid until I, oh, yeah. yeah. After that, he goes to Bakersfield, and then they The, the get mafia the, descends as yeah. well. Yes. That's, what, that's what sends Ruth Gordon. Because, and that's where the zoo is, yes. where we're getting our... Everywhere they visit just has a zoo that they can take, a, uh, take an ape from. A sexy, orang- yeah, a sexy orangutan, Eric. And then sexy. Jeffrey uh, Lewis here also has to get in on it because he knows the cops are on the way to the motel. Yeah. Mm. So he makes some crass remark and gets the cops to like race him to the motel. Yeah, it took a Spider-Man one. Your girlfriend would like that. Kind yes, of a thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, then uh, get a bad about it. So it's like Beto can hear that. Yes. You know, there's I mean, a, there's a, there's cop shit afoot. It also spooks away the mafia. I mean, is this? I mean, like they have they should the cops have Philo on. Ape sex trafficking for sure. Oh yeah. I don't know if this is across state line or like you know city lines or well, county no, lines. He must be known by all zoo managers. Yes. That they're, they're <laughs> just this rash well, at, of, at the uh, end, abductions. At the end of the movie, the guy, the bad cop is like, I'm gonna write you up and write up that ape because you don't have papers for it. Like, fucking finally right? someone yes. has the ape's welfare at, at hand. To which Eastwood I think responds to that guy like 
Clyde doesn't have an owner. He's a free person. And I was like, no, it's an animal. <laughs> well, I mean, that, we're, that now we're just talking about the end credits because they beat that cop to half to death and, <laughs> and they let right. him die in the desert as yeah. the end credits roll up. I will be cool. goddamned if you stop me from feeding this orangutan bacon and beer. <laughs> I will I will die before I stop doing that. Yes, every day the ape has violent diarrhea. What of it? <laughs> There's always a cop car. There's always somewhere for it to go, uh, but yeah. So the the, the the cops break up. The the mafia is about to get them, but then the cops come and sort of scare them off. Orville gets arrested because uh, he disrespected the cop or whatever. They bail right. him out. I yeah. love I love when he's getting arrested. What station? Fourth Street Station. Fourth Street Station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Let me know where you're gonna be. Yeah, go so post that bail. They bail him out, and this is when the mafia gets them again. And this yeah, is when and it gets Lynn serious. gets kidnapped here. This they set the truck on fire. This is where Clyde saves him from the burning wreckage or whatever. And my question is just like, way, it's in the zoo parking lot. Yes. They were returning <laughs> yes. the used age. <laughs> this, this goes into my question. Does no one work at the Baker's? I know. So, no. What are we doing? Like, and here's the thing too, right? You always hear about like, oh man, you know, it's so hard to get, uh, you know, animals to reproduce in captivity. I would imagine like, wouldn't there be some program where it's like, yeah, bring your chimp in or bring your orangutan in yeah. and, you know, get fucking see, you know, all on the up and up. None sure. of the stealing and drugging animals. Yeah, it'd be nice if you wouldn't drug the animal. Yeah. Uh, Sign I, up here for our mating classes. <laughs> uh, but so like the mafia calls up and they're like, hey, we got your lady. Yes. He demands proof of life, uh, you know, and then it's like, all right, like I will fight. To get her back. We're in Jackson Hill, Wyoming. And this is when the movie really becomes Mad Mad World because we're introduced to these all these groups of gamblers, one of which is the uh, Colonel from War Games. uh, Yes. uh, Yes, And Julie Brown in her first appearance, by the way. Julie Brown, really? She's one one of like the... The The gambling babes. Yes. Because it is just like, you don't know anything about these people other than they are on like a rich... Fucking months long drug and booze filled orgy of some kind. Yes. You know, you kind of want that movie. You do. What are all these rich people doing with these babes? Yes. Well, this guy has uh, a, a job. Uh, one of the people he's hanging out with has the job I most want, which is a bare knuckle boxing expert. <laughs> a guy who just has it at his command. The facts of the bare knuckle boxing world up to date. Like he just he yeah. has he has his connections. He's probably making like 17 phone calls from a pay phone in the morning, just checking up on bare knuckle boxing <laughs> prospects. Well, I think is what you're supposed to believe. I mean, these are like hardcore gamblers because yes. the mafia guy calls up and he's like, hey, just wanted to let you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, big fucking bare knuckle boxing fight going down. I know how much you love God. gambling. Get in on it. It would this be so big. great if we could go back if rich people would go back to putting their money into this rather than buying the Supreme Court. Yep. That would be so fucking phenomenal. Yep. That would be so good. This is uh, Barry Corbin also yes. of uh, what do you call it there? Uh, uh, no Country for Old Men fame, etc. Mm-hmm. My guy. Yellowstone yeah. now is an old man. Yes, he's been around forever. He's he's always a pleasure when you when he pops up in a um, movie. Grandpappy Yellowstone. And, oh, is that right? I think so. So is he like who but, Harrison but, Ford was playing, dude? Oh, uh, no, I don't no, think so. I don't think I don't know how that cowboy show works. I think he played. I think Harrison Ford was in like 
the 1890s. He's playing a character named Fat Zack, by the way. Oh, great, great movie. character. Yes, Fat, Fat Zack. And Absolutely. when Fat Zack flies in from Dallas or Kansas City or wherever, he's got this private plane and he's flying it upside down. They're yes. flying it upside down. Dude, they're having a laugh. There's a real wild uh, line here where they're doing that. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. We're flying the plane upside down. We've been doing so for a long time, it seems. Right. And the, the lady's like, we got to write the plane. I want to have some of the champagne. And then like some Monopoly guy looking motherfuckers like, oh, yeah, well, you can drink upside down. Watch. And he does it. And she's like, oh, that's great. And he goes, oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do upside down. And the whole plane starts laughing. We're going to fuck upside down. <laughs> so you want to fuck me now? Come on. Let's all fuck. Exactly. We even get like um, guys at the airport. I think Art LaFleur plays one. Art LaFleur is definitely just, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be like, what the hell's with that plane? Yes. And then we cut into the plane and we get our shenanigans. And, and the whole town is a buzz with this fight. There's old ladies sizing up Philo. By the way, Philo uh, and uh, Clyde and uh, Orville check into another motel. Here's your second horny uh, hotel motel manager who yes. winds up flash because Clyde is dressed up like a lady and he's like, yes. "Ooh, I like that lady." And he flashes her, or and him, then rather. Clyde <laughs> flashes him back, yes. and the dude is like, "Oh no, wires are getting crossed. This is weird, but not as weird as it should be." Hortense, <laughs> when they're initially checking in, he sees the ape in the in in Ruth Gordon's clothes. Yes, yes. Mm. and it's like, "Oh, you blood relation? Yeah, it's like my mother or whatever." You should think twice about having children. But then he's super horny for yeah. presumably the hairy mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, he's then, ready to go to see, that's when he flashes. See, I'm really into procreation sciences, and I like, <laughs> I gotta make sure that we have the best offspring possible for the future of our civilization. You should not fuck anybody. <laughs> uh, Philo goes for another jog here, and then uh, Jack Wilson is like, oh. Hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, yeah, you work for some weird people. And he's like, I had nothing to do with it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then they they team up. They team up because when he finds, he's like, look, man, you know, I'm a bare knuckle boxer. I travel all over the country, bare knuckle boxing and whatnot. But I draw the line of kidnapping ladies. (laughs) Like He's like, I'm not down with what they've done here. So, yes, we will team up and and get these dudes whatever. Now, the old ladies here, I had a question about the old ladies. This is 1979. The actresses seem like they're just the slightest bit kind of aged up, like playing a little bit fuddy-duddy kind of. Right. Did these ladies not remind you just the littlest bit of the two little old ladies in Dunstan checks in that are also boozy oh, sure. and weird? Yeah. Oh, sure. I, I wondered. It's a grand tradition of orangutan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wondered if it was some kind of reference, not yeah. necessarily that the same people. Maybe they are. But <laughs> I thought a bit like uh, it's like the, the old guys in... Um, Oh, Lord Almighty, of course. Uh, trading Places. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who show up yes. in other motion pictures and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I wondered if it was kind of... Maybe a cinematic universe. That yeah. grand yeah. tradition well, of movie comedy weirdness. It, the thing is, like, having an ape in a movie is just so like, whoa, what? And yeah. then... Comp- Pairing that with like dusty old people, that's <laughs> yeah. like the people who would be most offended by. It. Yet they don't even really get into any encounters with the ape, which is yeah. unfortunate. I would love to see no. Clyde maybe strip well, these women. Like the car, scrap them. You want scrap them? Rip her okay. arm off. Take out her spine like you're fucking uh, doing a fatality. They're not <laughs> crash test dummies. These are people. They will be when we're done with them. Well, that's like the thing with some like like you don't you can't have an outright dowager coming to the b- bare knuckle boxing fight. So you have to have this version of the old lady. Like, 
I put on. Uh, although it would be funny if just like a palanquin comes in, <laughs> some <laughs> ladies watching the fight from. Absolutely, <laughs> everybody. Everybody in the world loves bare knuckle box. I'd, I'd, I'd be up for that. But that's the thing is, this is when the movie kind of just takes a turn, and Clyde is barely involved. Yeah, you know, it's like, it gets a bit dull in this. It, portion. it, it does. It, yeah. it's, it, it just you know they they save uh you know uh, Lynn uh from these mobsters. You know, like everybody gets beaten up, and uh Jack Wilson's like. You better get going to this. Uh, you 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 go to go to the uh, drive to the, the the coast until you see the water. It's like all right, but they're not going to do that. No, no. yeah, they, they also, got a movie to make here. Yeah, I mean we have to mention them because they are omnipresent throughout the film. We've barely discussed them, but the Black Widows are also yes. in Jackson Hole. They but they get have- wrapped up. Dude, the allure of gambling, such as it is, yeah, they, they forget all about their hatred of Philo long enough to be like, we could actually make some money off this guy. The crippling re- gambling addiction <laughs> <laughs> outranks like the white supremacy and grudgery. Exactly. Yes. And the guy, I think the leader is like, oh, I actually bet on Philo to win this thing. But they are in bald caps now. Yes. These bald caps look awful they and do. they're wearing fake wigs on top of it. At one point, a Wyoming state trooper pulls them over, and it's just like, I'll give you a ticket. Oh, you got enough problems. <laughs> What's his line? He goes, uh, well, the only law you're breaking is the laws of nature, and we ain't around to enforce those. He had yeah. a, a wig on a man. <laughs> I just can't. What are we, in Parliament of England? I mean, we are wearing clown wigs, guys. Yes, it's, it's not just yes. a Jeffrey Lewis rug. It's yes. the funniest thing I've ever seen. Look, a wig on a man. You're a fucking Wyoming state trooper, dude. Your yeah. life is about wait, as wait, boring as it gets. Wait, you're telling me there's guys who do this for a clown, you say? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. A, a clown? One of the oldest entertainment forms in the world, you're saying, eh? Well, they must be great, because this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. And these scenes with the mafia talking about the money and the gambling and laying on the bets <sighs> and laying off the bets, it's 20 minutes yep. it, it spread between the movie we keep cutting back and the money gets higher and the mafia gets these two dudes get more and more in deep and then finally after the kidnapping scheme jack and philo call off the fight it's right like, oh no what are we gonna do and then somebody realizes 20 minutes left so they fight in a barn because of respect this mm-hmm. is a weird thing <sighs> where it's like the, the whole thing is off and it's like you know it, it's Whatever point such as it is where everybody can get their money back yes. from, you know, placing the bets on the fight. And then they're just in this barn and he's like, well, we saved the day, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. But, uh, you know, I mean, you still want to know, right? Yeah, I still want to know. And it's just like <laughs> we're going to fight for each other in this barn. Keep it on the down low. Yes. Kind of like we're fucking jerking each other off under an overpass here. Like you yeah. want to just find out. Yeah. Well, the studio. Well, the studio said we have to have a winner. <laughs> that yep. the audiences will rebel if it's two guys who just have a handshake. Because I think they were anticipating degenerate gambling in the audience at the theater. Oh, of course, yeah. we're going to yeah. be gambling to see if Clint beats this guy. <laughs> and it, this is the very long street fight sequence. It, it, it has its ups and downs. Thirty like minutes it. before people's money would be refunded, and somehow yes. people start just, I guess, telephone Knowing. game. Yeah, yes. like, oh, they're fighting, they're fighting. Oh, get on the phone to Fat Zach or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Zach 
taxiing the plane pulls it over to go back and watch into the street. And this drives- is sort of also a bad, bad world thing where everyone's rushing back to the to one see place. This. And yes, now the street fight sequence commences it's- across all of downtown Jackson. It's not. It's nuns. It's police officers. Yes. The Iron Giant. <laughs> all, everybody's coming to see oh, the big Philo fight. Dude. Alex and his droogs are all there. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Tony Soprano, and the boys. They're going to. They're putting money down. See, it, it takes place in Space Jam. Right? Yeah, it's- Charles Foster Kane was in attendance. <laughs> totally. Uh, he bets his newspaper on it. <laughs> and the fight's fun. I mean, it's just a lot. Again, no one's blocking. It's just, I'm going to punch you in the face and you punch me in the face. How does that sound? Yeah, I mean, because I think, dude, the, the true block in bare knuckle boxing is a dodge. Got it. Because, like, a block in boxing, you got them gloves and you it's hope true. that his fists hit the gloves. Yeah, sure. What uh, your fist getting, you know, his fist into your wrist, that's still fucking you up. Yeah. You know, like, but Fi- I don't think there is blocking. No, Philo just, he eats it like candy, like Homer Simpson as a boxer, that's just right. getting punched and punched <laughs> and punched. Well, I don't know, Wilson. I, I bought some new super tight jeans to jog him <laughs> before we start the fight. I'm bleeding already, buddy. <laughs> I'm, it's all red down there. <laughs> Good on him, dude. I'll scare you. That's right. It's strategy. It's you want to start fighting me? I got no nuts left. I'm rubbed raw as it is. <laughs> Let's go already. I have nothing to lose as in my nuts. <laughs> this fight gets wild, though, because, like, I don't know, at one point, we're breaking into a restaurant. Yeah. Like they crash into a restaurant and like the crowd of people following them yeah. follows them into the restaurant. This stupid. is just it's disaster. It's stupid. And <laughs> they keep town is destroyed. They keep stopping, like, wow, this is some fight. Yes, it is. Wanna keep going? There's Absolutely. one part, dude. The halftime show for bare knuckle boxing is what you want because it's just these two fellas, these warriors in their prime. Sitting back against a fucking like warehouse loading dock, just out of nowhere, someone's got beers ready to go. Eastwood's chugging this beer. Hey, it's a party. That doesn't have to make sense, <laughs> dude. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Out of nowhere, he's just got this tall boy. It's great. Oh man, but, I love uh, it. As you mentioned earlier, yes, the Black Widows had bet on Philo, yeah. and there was a, a mafia is going to try to assassinate him. Yep, to end the fight, and the the Nazis. <laughs> Uh-huh. Defeat the Italians, and uh, <laughs> that's backwards, man. I mean, like in terms, <laughs> I just mean in terms of who I, as an audience member, should be rooting for. Yeah, yes. always root for the mafia over Nazis. Oh, my God, of course, of right? Course. I yeah. root, root for mafia over the Catholic Church at this point. I root for the mafia <laughs> over anything. I forget where are the cowboys in this because I know they're also cowboys there. I know the nuns are fighting as well. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're, they're just, just kind of spread out. Yeah, the, that's okay. The I, cowboys I, aren't a big enough group to get their own subplot. Here's the thing. It's like, uh, I guess because it's bare knuckle boxing rules, assassinations are okay. Yeah, like, I mean, like, would, mid, mid-fight assassination. They're just going like to shoot him in the back. It's they not shoot even him elegant. In, and if you shoot him in the back, like I don't know, then you lose your bet. Anyway, you've interfered. You know what? can't be bring, called on account of assassination. Bring back that uh, drug that knocks out apes or something. Oh, nice. Maybe there's another syringe and the mafia finds it in their <laughs> stuff. They use this to fuck with apes. <laughs> Actually, Sick dude, fucks. I just knock them out. Somewhere, somebody should have got stuck in the butt with that, one of those. Absolutely. Yeah, right. that, that sounds like Orville. Orville should get yeah. one of those. Right ooh, in the ooh, and then he could do like a eyes crossed. Yeah. Oh, just yes. because it doesn't matter. Orville got shot 
in the kidnapping scene. Yes. He's just like, now I get to bed pretty nurses with my enormous wig on. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I get to not be in the movie. Exactly. Honestly, yep. very disappointing lack of Jeffrey Lewis. For in sure. Movie. And then like uh, in sort of the climax of this, Jack Wilson kind of awesomely breaks Clint Eastwood's arm. Like he's yes. this is yeah. the only time he does a kick because Clint Eastwood's like leaning on something and Jack Wilson just fucking snaps his arm. Oof. It's nasty, man. This is, I feel like, you know, even though we're fucking bare knuckle boxing, that's against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so Wilson's like, it's over. It's broken. It's over. And it's like, yeah, but Jack Wilson, you forgot one thing, motherfucker. You're fighting movie star Clint Eastwood. <laughs> so it's one arm boxing time. Yes. And he defeats this dude with one hand because literally the other one is fucking broken. Unbelievable. But this is like a series of Johnny Cage-esque uppercuts. Eastwood is doing to this guy <laughs> repeatedly back to back. And he wins. And they're like, we're still best buds, right? Like, you know it. I would be like. Why'd you fucking break my arm, dude? Like, yeah. I respected you a lot more before that. There were plenty of points. I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying, Jack. There were plenty of opportunities for me to stomp on your wrist, and I didn't do it. And you know it's illegal. Set fire to me all you want. You can't break my arm in the middle of a bare knuckle boxing fight. Like, who's going to pay for my physical therapy? This is going to take a while to recover from. Oh, God, I'm going to be on the phone with United for fucking five hours. Oh, like he has insurance. <laughs> And honestly, this is a movie that needs to end with like oh my god, it is end, hands. Period. Yeah, I think it might still be going in some universes. <laughs> this movie is still playing from 1980, but like when your fight is over with and the two combatants shake hands and yes. the crowd is cheering and the chimp comes back in with Jeffrey Lewis, like there it is. You've assembled the whole cast. Yeah, yes. that's the end of the movie. And instead, it's like. We see him saying goodbye to the Nazis. Bye-bye, yeah. best friends. Oh, thanks for the $40 you owed me. Oh, really? Himmler owned this? Oh, wow. I'm, I'm taking this home. I'm running for mayor soon, so thanks for the support. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but Orville's like, oh, I'm staying in Jackson Hall. There's a bunch of pussy I haven't harassed. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, like, he's hanging back there or whatever, and then, like, they're just getting back on the road, and it's like, then they get fucking pulled over by one of the cops from the first fight. Right. And you're just like, and man, I was there. Presumably, I guess they're in Death Valley now because this guy was supposed yes. to be reassigned there for losing the money on the bet for Philo at the start. And, and with that $10,000 that he got from this bet, he could not fix the turn signal on his <laughs> fucking car. So he's had this ape do the whole time. Uh, uh, right signal, Clyde. Yep. So, of course, and this has been the bit the whole time. Yep. The cop is up against Clyde. Right signal, Clyde. Knocks him out. Yep. Yep. That Clyde is going to be hunted down by the Dude, LAPD. You, that is a cop killer. To death. <laughs> that is, you punch, or the Wyoming PD, sorry. You punch a man straight in the face with with the force of an ape. Forget it. You're done, dude. The nose is going right into the brain. It's over. Yes. I think that's why, because this is before like dash away. cams and whatnot. <laughs> yes. It's like, all right, Clyde, now you got to finish the job. <laughs> I'm not pulling over again. You got to kill this guy. You know, and yeah. it's like heart rip, Clyde. <laughs> yep, totally, dude. Heart rip, Clyde. Eat the body, Clyde. <laughs> and, you know, the only person we don't check back in on with Ruth is Ruth Gordon. I think she's still just cum drunk at that motel. Oh, great. Yeah. Mom, you're dead? <laughs> Mom, are you? Okay, I think she's dead. All right, good. 
one less character for the third of these if we make I, them. I will say I have been to this cowboy bar they're at at the end. Ooh, what, uh, really? In, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I was at a wedding there, uh-huh. and they uh, took us out there. It is just as awesome as it looks. Oh, yeah. Glenn Campbell was not playing the night we were there, <laughs> sadly to say. Uh, uh, but uh, it, it's a real nice. Uh, it's the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar. It's 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 a real fun time if you ever Ooh, go there. I like that. Uh, yeah, just fucking onward, Clyde. Here we uh, go. On to the next adventure that well, didn't happen. Sadly not. Even though this was a box office fucking sensation. At top of the box office the, the weekend it came out. $8 million in back then money. Big, right. 1980 money. That's not too shabby. They say I'm torturing you. <laughs> the apes shouldn't be in movies oh, until it's the 90s and you're with kids. Listen, we, we beat one ape to death, but we got the other one. We treated the other one okay on the press That's door. That's two movies, one dead ape. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that is the end of this movie, and this was the end of the road for Philo and Clyde. Kind of stunning. And correct me if I'm wrong, this wasn't adapted into, like, a worst TV show. Yeah. Because we would do a lot time. of that. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, I think BJ and the Bear was just sort of like... It was that was doing there. It, it was doing it without doing it kind of a thing, without paying the rights kind sure. of a deal. Yeah, that's true. Was he a bare knuckle boxer on that show? I, I, that's a good question. I don't know. No, I hope. I don't know, but William Smith did appear in two episodes, so... Oh, of BJ and the Bear? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. I was looking wow. at his IMDb. Right. Oh, nice. Uh, but that is the end of this movie. Any which way you can, we'll do uh, some recommendations and final thoughts here. Eric Siska. Yes. Uh, okay, so this movie is not that great. The first movie, <laughs> I think, is actually a lot more fun. I would say it's sort of a light recommend, but what you should do, watch the first movie, Every Which Way But Loose. Put this on afterwards and fall asleep during it. Mm-hmm. There, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say I. If you've seen the first one and you haven't followed up on the next part of the adventure, okay. But I found this to be pretty boring and pretty. It's a mad, 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 mad world, and I don't know. Again, just these kind of eight movies, man. There, this movie took a life, and I can't fucking abide by that. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, uh, I mean it's tragic. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. I, we joke around here, but it is actually abhorrent what happened. Totally. Uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, it's a light recommend for me. Like, I, mostly because like you just you don't get movies like this anymore. Like the hangout vibe, I think, is pretty yeah. impeccable. Uh, you can't really beat it, and uh, but like, of course, I mean, there's a lot of things to consider. Of course, the ape death, uh, orangutan death, and yeah. all that stuff. But like, a bare knuckle boxing movie, like a yeah. a, a, a comedy based on bare knuckle boxing <laughs> with an ape, it's just such a nuts thing that I'm like, I can't. You kind of have to see it to believe it. But I will admit, the first one is much better. Yeah, uh, Steve Sadak. Yeah, it's not a recommend for me because I do think the first one is much better, and you could just watch that instead of this one. And it's I pretty much think, the same thing. And, but it, this has all this the soggy stuff towards the end, and not enough monkey antics. To be quite honest, that's right. That's what I'm here for. I want more monkey antics. Uh, it's it's a fun, but it is it's a, it's a light not recommend. It's not like a, a disaster. You could d- totally put this on. Good hangover vibes here for sure. Oh sure, you can smell the fucking Coors Light coming off the screen it's got like lo-fi like music a lot of it so oh, yeah which yes. is actually pretty good i mean good in that glenn campbell talkie. did the the theme song yeah. i mean most of the songs on the soundtrack are pretty fucking righteous and yeah. i actually think that's like the best part of the movie is like we're at the honky tonk yes. listening and it's I, I think the movie at least kind of knows 
that a little bit because it holds on all of these performances. Yes. You get yes. the full song. The characters leave the bar and Fats yeah. Domino keeps playing kind of sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that is going to do it, folks. If you want more ape-related hijinks, oh. head on over to patreon.com slash movies. Too much ape-related hijinks. we got uh, an animation damnation on the Donkey Kong cartoon, which is absolutely abhorrent. Oh, oh real, real bad. Uh, we came as close as we could on the Gleep Glossary to talking about an ape-type yes. person. Yeah, we already did Chewbacca and Lobaka. I thought those were kind of ape people. But uh, we did Wicket, the Ewok, on the Gleep Glossary. A lot of fun. It's a uh, live studio audience talk show we record downtown uh-huh. these That's days right. yeah. it's oh, a yeah. lot of fun yeah. so check that out talked about the little hairy man a once in a lifetime we're talking about another hairy little man oh yeah spy mate uh, a, a, a spy monkey who got, helps i guess like emma emma roberts best barely in that fucking movie yeah <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah in that yeah. ape movie we were like where's emma roberts <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, yeah, that's a weird. She's a little kid scientist, and he's the ape trying to. But save hey, her. Richard Kind is a Bond villain, so that's yes. watch Spy Mate and listen to <laughs> us talk about yes, it on Patreon. Is true, uh, and of course, all of our non-ape related uh, sideshows. Of course, Melro Two and O uh, and the Nexus, oh, yeah. and of course, the Mandalorian Half Hour. We've been yes. uh, recapping that entire season here, and as of this coming out. Uh, in just a few days, we'll be recapping the last episode, if you can even believe oh, that season's boy. already over with. Ah, but speaking of almost already over with, April, such as it is, is coming to an end next week with one last aporific suggestion. Steve, uh, what are we doing? Well, we're uh, going into the future here. We've had far too many real apes. I'm so sick and tired of actually looking at light hitting things, Chris yes. Cabin. Yeah. I need to see <laughs> CGI apes all, uh, as far as I can see, in... Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Rampage. Yes. Oh, yes. We are breaking that sort of quasi 10 year rule because it's ape month. It's April. We're going ape shit. We're going bananas. That's so right. You break a rule when you do it. Apes break rules. They do. <laughs> I was actually nervous when, when we picked it. I was like, is there enough ape in that movie? And the answer is absolutely yes. Quite a lot. Absolutely, man. <laughs> and I'm very excited to talk about that movie next week. Kind of more excited than I thought I'd ever be about the Rampage <laughs> movie. But that's life, folks. So until next week, when we're talking video game adaptation Rampage, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Sisko. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.